Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, hey, welcome back to episode 19, where I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to give you some tough love. So I have been a cheerleader my whole life, and I also am a tough love coach. So I'm here to cheer you on, but I'm also here to speak life into you. And sometimes these are the get real moments that we can get so distracted and so discouraged and so deceived and so disappointed by the enemy. Because that's what he does, right? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so if you have been looking at somebody else in your industry that you are admiring their success and maybe even perhaps coveting their success, which stop it right now, okay? Stop it right now because God has so much more for you. And you've been asking yourself the question, why, what am I doing wrong? You know, why is that not happening to me? Or why is that not happening for me? And I am going to answer that question for you today. You keep asking God, why is this not happening for me? Why does she have the big following? Why does she have the 10k months? Why does her social media look so good? Where does she come up with that content? All those things, right? And again, I know because I have thought those same things. So I, every time I share stuff with you guys, it is not because I'm coming from a place of, you know, I've got this all figured out and I'm so good. It's because God has humbled me and taught me these same lessons. And when I see other sisters struggling and believing the lies of the enemy, I have got to save you from yourself. <laughs> so you, if you are asking God, why is that not happening for me? The reason he's not answering you and he's not telling you how to do what she's doing, because that's essentially what we're asking. We're asking God, how do I do what she's doing? How do I do it that good? How do I do it that way? How do I do it so that I can get what she has? And I'm here to tell you today that the reason that he's not telling you how to do it her way is because he doesn't want you doing what she's doing. If you truly believe Ephesians 2.10, that you are his masterpiece, then you have got to stop asking God a rhetorical question, which is why, like, how do I do that that way? The same, how do I get what she has? First of all, God has created you so specific He knitted you together in your mother's womb. He created you before the earth was even formed. He knew you were going to have a purpose. 
And when you continue to seek after what that other woman has, or man, I don't know, whatever industry you're in, mostly probably another woman, you are cheating out God the opportunity to do the masterpiece that he has created you to be. Listen, you are a pioneer. God does not make duplicates. He doesn't want doubles of everything. He wants unique things. Each is unique. No snowflake is alike. I mean, come on. If you live in a place where it snows, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I also lived in Arizona where it's sunny and nice like 99% of the year and I miss it so much. <sighs> I want to go back so bad. Um, anyways, back on track. Each snowflake is unique and different. If God can create millions of snowflakes that are all unique and different, like that's what he does with, I mean, humans are so much more important than snowflakes. There's a reason they're, they're unique. There's a reason you're unique. You have, you are the only person that has all of the same stories that you have in your life. Now, maybe if you've experienced certain things, you know, other people have experienced something similar, but there is no one who has your story. Listen, when you start to understand the value of your story and your past experiences, you will start to understand where God is taking you. You know, and, and when you start to really understand your struggles that you are walking through, and when God, conti- God, God continues to reach his hand out and say, follow me just one step at a time, girl, I got you, just follow me. And he tries, he leads you out of your mess. You will start to embrace more of who you were called to serve. I, I really believe that <laughs> so, so often in the entrepreneur space, the people we are called to serve are the same people who struggle with what we were struggling with and what we do struggle with. Listen, the reason that God is not answering you how to do what she is doing is because he doesn't want you doing what she's doing. You are a pioneer and he wants to do something different. Listen, if you are a pioneer, that means there is no path to follow. He's going to take you off the beaten path. He's going to take you down the road that doesn't have a pathway because he wants to do something unique with you and so different And so specific to you that if you follow her way or his way, it won't be the way God designed it. God doesn't want duplicates and he certainly doesn't want counterfeits. And so instead of asking God, how can I do what she's doing? And why are you giving that to her and not me? And, you know, all of those things. Start asking God, how can I do what you want me to do? How do you want me to do what you want me to do? God's will, God's way, and God's time. That is something I have been praying heavily in this season is, God, I want your will, I want your way, and Lord, help me to do it in your time because there have been several times in my life that I get the will and I get the way and I do it out of his time and it ruins it. It ruins it just like a butterfly who comes out of its chrysalis too soon or a baby who's birthed too soon. You know, there are risks, there are complications, and oftentimes there are there there are deaths and so sometimes the god's will and god's way if it's too premature it can, there can be a death to it and oh, just think about how many things in 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 our world that could have been better if we would have waited on god's time but god's will god's way god's time for you not her, not her her thing her way 
no, not, not that, not, not. And again, it's not to say that you can't be inspired by somebody else. You know, I had a, and I'll tell you, so when I was in my very first network marketing business, I was so inspired. Um, There were two, well, there were like three women in particular. I was so inspired by them because first of all, they were, they were successful. Yes. They were making money. Yes. They were beautiful. Yes. So all that outwardly, all those outward things. And they loved the Lord though. And I loved how they were bold and they would talk about it and they would confidently share Jesus in in a way that wasn't pushy and wasn't, you know, preachy, but that was so beautiful that you were, you just were like, man, you know, I want that. And I thought, Goodness, one when God gave me the revelation that you know my business wasn't just for me to make money. My business, what um, especially in the on- online space, was for me to be a witness and for me to share the share Jesus. It was my business tree. And when God showed me that, and I started to walk in that calling more confidently and more boldly, you know, I thought that meant that all the stars should align and I should I should be making big money and I should have big platforms and all these things were going to come come into alignment that, you know, I was going to have success. And the problem is, is my definition of success was in agreement with the world's definition, definition of success and not the Lord's, which that I will share with you. And it's something I feel like I walk pretty much every one-on-one client through. So you'll get a free coaching session here in a future episode about success. Um, and money, money is, is an, an issue. I like every single client that I have, I walk through them with, And you know why? Because I had to walk through the lies that I was believing about money and the lies that I have been believing about success. And God continues to teach me that. So all of that to say, I was thinking that I got, I was going, now that I was doing it better and doing it God's way, using it as a platform to share him, I thought that I was going to, I was going to be a top, you know, a top 10 in the business and I was going to make lots of money and have big platforms. And I remember, oh goodness, every, (laughs) this is so funny. And so every Thursday we would get paid and our promotions, like all the ranks would come out that day. And so every Thursday I would sit there and I would sob to the Francesca Battistelli, forgive me if I'm saying her name wrong, but I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes. I used to sit there and sob as I would look at my paycheck. And granted, I was still making good money. I mean, I built that business to a six-figure business. So it's not like I was able to quit my job because of that business. So it wasn't like God wasn't giving me success. It's just I wasn't seeing the success that I really wanted to see. And again, what I had seen other people have. Oh, this is so good for me to say out loud because again, it just gives me a a confirmation that I am right where God wants me to be because honestly, I don't want what they have now. And if I kept chasing after what they had, I would have missed what God had for me. And so when you are chasing after what God has for somebody else, you're missing out on the very thing God has for you. And I promise you what he has for you will be so much better, so much better than what he has for her. Not that hers isn't good, but it, it, it wasn't made for you. Oh, that's so good. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, for like revealing to me that I don't want what she has. I want what you have for me. May that be the cry of our heart today. God, I don't want what she has. I want what you have for me. It's better than anything I could ever ask or imagine. Your ways are higher. Your ways are better. And my 
finite mind and your finite mind, we can't even wrap our heads around the goodness that God has for us. So instead of praying for the platform that she has or the business that she has or the influence that she has or the success that she has, start praying and asking God for the influence he wants us to have and the success that he wants us to have and the, and the money that he wants us to have. Oh, this is good. I'm like preaching to myself. I told you, you know, you know, you're... You're going to listen to some of these and be like, yes, amen. I mean, I'm like, yes and amen to myself. Let me just tell you, I often go back and listen to my own episodes. I sometimes, I feel like I don't even know where I come up with this stuff, minus the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's it. That's exactly it. And every time I go live, and I encourage you, if you go live on Facebook or whatever, ask the Lord to speak through you. Ask the Lord to give you the words. Even your Facebook posts. You know, your content that you're coming up with online, like ask the Lord, I'll tell you what, God oftentimes tells me to delete, delete, delete. And I'm like, no, that was really good. And he's like, no, 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 not, not to share. So, <laughs> um, especially in this season, I mean, come on. So I want you to stop envying her success and start expecting God's success for you. Okay. Because I'll tell you what. Again, I, I don't even want what I wanted six years ago. And that's the beauty of seeking after God, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. When we seek him first, he refines our hearts to be in alignment with his because God does know the desires of our heart. And scripture says he wants to give us the desires of our heart. When they are in alignment with him, I mean, come on, that is when the magic happens. Because again, I, I, I can tell you business after business after business after business that I kept seeking and searching after the things of the people who I was admiring. And in, in God's goodness, God gave me so much of what I asked him for. Because he's a good daddy. You know, your kids, like, they ask you for that, like, extra piece of dessert or candy. And you're like, oh, man, I really shouldn't. But, you know, I'm going to give it to them because they're just so cute. Or I love them so much. And, oh, whatever. It's, you know, it's a Saturday. It's a weekend. That's, I think, sometimes how God is with us is he's like, man, I'm going to give it to them. Even though it's not really all that I have for them. That's what they want. And I'm going to give it to them. I would say most of my businesses that I have built, God's blessed in a way that ultimately, you know, and again, God turns all things to good. So I don't, I don't walk in shame of building those businesses, but I see that where I'm at now is exactly where God has me. And let me tell you, my definition of success from today is very different than my definition of success, you know, I, five years ago. Oh, even, let me be honest with you. My definition of success today is, is again, refined and different than it was two weeks ago. I am going to share with you my most successful launch to a program. Oh, good. God is so good. He is so good. Uh, but again, again, our minds just, we just, we, we don't even have any idea about how good God is, like what goodness he has for us. And we sometimes can get so fixated on the thing, the shiny object, the thing that we think we want, that we lose sight of what God wants for us. And so when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all the things are added unto us. 
But it's not all the things are added unto us and then we seek God. God, give me all these things and then I'll worship you. God, give me all these things and then I'll glorify you. God, give me all these things and then I'll thank you. No, we need to worship him, glorify him, praise him, honor him, thank him before the things. And we really have to be seeking after God more than we're seeking after the gifts of God. And we have to be seeking after God more than we're seeking after the gifts that he can give us that we see other people have and we see even the gifts that he blesses other people with god wants to bless you and god has a specific calling on your life but he needs you to stop wanting to be a duplicate and a twin of somebody else he wants to do something unique in you and the reason he's not asking answering you how to do what she's doing is because he never intended you to do what she does He has created you to do something unique and special and so specific to his calling on your life. And so can we today surrender the idea that we're supposed to do it the way that she does it or he does it and that we need to seek after that strategy and that method and that thing. Again, why my course Garden of Favor framework, I didn't you know as as much as I love um alliteration I was like garden of favor formula that's awesome but I was like that goes against everything that I say because there is not it's not a formula I don't feel I don't want you to follow step one step two step three step four but I do feel like it's more of a framework it's this it's an I it's 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 a it's boundaries that you set and then you let God do the the rest of the amazing work so let's pray Because I feel like I got my point across today. Um, But God, we thank you. Thank you for creating us uniquely. Thank you for creating us in our mother's womb for a specific purpose, for a specific time. And God, the time is now. We were made for such a time as this. You are not a day early. You are not a day late. You are always on time. And we thank you for having the opportunity to seek you so that we know your will for our lives. We thank you for an opportunity to seek the way that you wanted us to do it. And God, we know that if we want those blueprints, we want those downloads from you, you have them. You promise us in your word in Jeremiah 33.3 and Daniel 2.22, you say, come to me and I will tell you secret things, hidden things you don't know. God, you have the answer to everything we need and we overcomplicate it. And God, we thank you for creating us all so uniquely and that the gifts that you have given each of us are so unique to us and the message you have given us and the stories that you have walked us through. God, that those are the very things that you're going to use to glorify your, to allow us to glorify your name. And God, we just today ask for forgiveness for wanting what somebody else has and coveting what somebody else has in their business. God, that we don't want to counterfeit to your blessings and that we want what you want for us. God, we, we, we repent for coveting the things of other people and their successes. And God, we open our hands and we, we just ask you to give us wisdom, vision, clarity, discernment, and, and, and show us where you're taking us and why it's unique, God, as we are pioneers. We trust you. We trust you to be the, the driver of this thing and the, the captain of this ship. And we thank you for never steering us in the wrong direction. And we trust you 
and we love you and we thank you and we are so grateful to be able to serve you in this capacity. In Jesus' name, amen.